This episode of The Latest is brought to you by The Latest. If you enjoy this program, tell a friend to listen and subscribe to The Latest. If you don't enjoy this program, go back and listen to all the old episodes, and then resubscribe. And if you still don't like the program, then go back and follow all those steps again. Enjoy the show. It's Monday, May 11. I'm Greg Ott. This is the latest. The nation preparing for a Trump versus Biden showdown in November. A new candidate just told Twitter he's thinking of throwing his hat in the ring. Independent Michigan Congressman Justin Amash launched a 2020 exploratory committee and wants the backing of the Libertarian Party. Right now, what we have in Washington is two parties that are always fighting each other. Those voices are discussing third parties, the off-brand alternative choices that vaguely resembled mainstream options, such as Mega Bloks, Jay's Potato Chips, and Tulsi Gabbard. Several third-party candidates have recently expressed an interest in running for president this November, hoping to bookend their pandemic experience with a personal loss that's humiliating instead of heartbreaking. Last week, Michigan Representative Justin Amash formed an exploratory committee to become the Libertarian presidential nominee, answering the party's long-term question, who else do we got besides John Galt? A former Republican, Mr. Amash was the only non-democratic member of the House to vote in favor of impeaching Mr. Trump, abandoning the GOP's longtime platform of aiding and abetting high crimes and misdemeanors in favor of a more principled party in which citizens mind their own damn business and pay for their own streetlights and roads while they're at it. Broadly speaking, like most libertarians, Mr. Amash supports liberty at the expense of life and the pursuit of happiness. But even though he opposes gun control regulations, the Affordable Care Act, and the Paris Climate Accords, he wholeheartedly supports your individual freedom to be shot, kicked off your insurance, and die of heat stroke. Mr. Amash isn't the only third-party candidate to get noticed on the third page of the third section of the newspaper. Last year, former Starbucks president Howard Schultz flirted with an independent run for U.S. president, only to burn out faster than his coffee. Up until last week, former Minnesota Governor Jesse the Body Ventura had been planning a presidential run as the Green Party candidate, but ultimately didn't want to leave his job as a broadcaster working for the Russian government, presumably because they, unlike any campaign of his, would have an actual impact on our next election. Even a man called Phil Collins is running for president on behalf of the Prohibition Party. And if he gets his way, whatever's in the air tonight will definitely not be marijuana. Now, not to rock the boat here, but I don't think any of these people are going to be our next president. Not because these people don't have any good ideas. I'd support Phil Collins if he got Peter Gabriel back into Genesis. But because they won't be able to break through our two-party system and actually deliver a victory for themselves. Other than becoming one of those names in the 2020 edition of Heads Up that future teenagers will have to skip. Instead, as always, these protest candidates for free thinkers end up electing the people the free thinkers didn't want to freely elect in the first place. Back in 2000, Ralph Nader played the spoiler to Al Gore and gave us George W. Bush, the only oil painter to be credibly accused of war crimes since Bob Ross. And in 2016, if every Jill Stein voter had voted for Hillary Clinton instead, she would have won Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. And today, we'd be living in a normal world in which impeached President Hillary Clinton would be botching the response to a global pandemic. For all intents and purposes, this country is stuck in a two-party rut. Republican or Democrat, Coke or Pepsi, Uber or Lyft, iPhone or Android. It isn't ideal, it isn't perfect, but this isn't the year for you to be a contrarian. 
playing on your Windows phone and sipping on an RC Cola in the back of your Via on the way to a rally for the American Delta Party. You've got two choices. Joe Biden, a flawed but decent human being, or Donald Trump, a walking piece of taxidermy who washes down Big Macs with bleach. You never know. Justin Amash might make a great libertarian president in 2024. But in order for us to find out, we all have to vote for a candidate who actually has a chance of helping us make it to 2024. And now it's time for the O.J. Simpson Twitter update. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter world. Hey, Twitter Twitter world. world. This is me, yours truly. Yours truly. My guest today is Pastor Andrew Gray of St. John's Lutheran Church in Marengo, Iowa. Pastor Gray, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thanks for having me. On Monday, O.J. mourned the loss of a legendary NFL coach and offered speculation as to what he might be doing in the afterlife. Hey, Twitter world. It's me, yours truly. Well, the NFL lost one of the great ones today, uh, Don Shula. This morning, talking to two of my buddies, talking about Shula, uh, we we were putting together a Mount Rushmore of NFL coaches, and three guys were cinches, Vince Lombardi, Don Shula, of course, and Bill Belichick. It was tough for me to leave off a guy who, uh, one of my favorite people, who actually benched me at the end of my career, but uh, and that was Bill Walsh. But maybe he and Shula coaching against each other again up there. <laughs> my condolences. Rest in peace. I'm just saying, take care, stay healthy. Pastor Gray, what do you think about what OJ had to say? A lot of people do think that, hey, maybe we'll be playing football in Avenue. I can go golfing or do whatever. I'm not sure from the scriptures that we can really say that. What I do know is that those who believe in Christ and die have faith. They are going to have the greatest time ever. The scriptures do talk about we're going to have a feast of well-aged wine. So it's somewhere you want to be. It's going to be the greatest place you can be for eternity. But I don't know for sure that there's going to be football there or not. I'd lean towards not, but I think you'll be okay with it. Mm Mm-hmm. And what do you think about OJ? We'll let God make the final judgment. That's this week's OJ Simpson Twitter update. Pastor Gray, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. And that's the latest, written, recorded, produced by Greg Ott. OJ Simpson Twitter update produced by Christy Forsh. If you like the show, please subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Castro Stitcher, all the so many weird apps. It's on all of them. Latestpod.com, website for the show, latestpod.com, <laughs> latestpod.com. I'm on Twitter at underscore Greg Ott. Yeah, right. See you soon. And by see you soon, I mean hear you soon. And by hear you soon, I mean you'll be hearing me soon. And by hearing me soon, I mean you will soon be hearing me do this show in the next episode. That's I, I, that's it. 